welcome everyone to Behind the Mask Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jeremy. In this podcast, we discuss the characteristics of ego, self-discovery, and finding our most authentic self. Remember, I don't claim to be the expert. I'm here to merely share my knowledge, understanding, and experiences with the sole interest of helping others. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, hopefully, everyone's having a wonderful week. Uh, I'm pretty excited about this episode. Um, you know, after this last episode where we got into our gremlin messages, uh, we got into our faulty core beliefs and talked about the impact. Hopefully, hopefully you've had some chance to to really kind of dig deep and to discover what some of those things are, um, because the narratives that we constantly repeat subconsciously and that hold us in these limiting belief patterns really affects our behavior and increases the impact the ego has in our lives on a consistent daily basis. So as I mentioned, I wanted to increase awareness and consciousness about those types of belief systems, those limiting beliefs, those faulty core beliefs, those gremlin messages and narratives that we continue to live in. Um, because the only way to really start to starting to address them is to one, become aware of what they are. And we all have them for the most part. And that those are the foundation points of what our ego is based on. And so those faulty core beliefs are the things that ego will then try to offset. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, fragmentation and uh, how our ego ha- comes to us as a survival mechanism after a very traumatic event. And so therefore it helps us to protect ourselves and keep us covered so that we can be accepted into society versus thinking and believing those faulty core beliefs or faulty narratives that we have been telling ourselves. So today I have a guest today that uh, I'm excited over the, this episode. And then the next episode, I wanted to bring in some um, guests speakers that basically talk about some healing methods and healing practices that can help you work through those faulty core beliefs, work through those narrative messages that keep us bound in cycles of shame, fear, ego. And um, today I have a very good friend of mine. Um, His name is Rob Casey. And he is an NLP master therapist. And um, he and I met, we we were kind of talking about this beforehand. Um, I think it was, what, 12, 13 years ago uh, we met and and we uh, instantaneously kind of became friends and and had uh, similar experiences in our lives and really kind of shared a a brotherly bond. And so we've uh, we've had a lot of conversations on our own journey and discovery of, of self and, and trying to be better human beings and be better men. And, um, and so I'm pretty excited to have him on, to be able to talk a little bit about his experience, his journey. So, um, Rob kind of introduce yourself, um, you know, talking about NLP and maybe give us a little bit of an insight as to what that is. But, but first off, you know, kind of how did you get to this place? Okay. Um, yeah. So I just want to clarify, I'm not a therapist, uh, but I am 
a certified trainer of NLP hypnosis and timeline therapy, which is one of the modalities that, uh, you know, listening to you talk about um, these limiting beliefs, that is, that is a modality we would use heavily to um, get the learnings on those belief systems. Uh, when the decision was made, really, it's about a decision that was made before you adopted the belief and how we can create change and eliminate those decisions and belief systems in a matter of seconds. Uh, my journey to NLP, oddly enough, it was uh, through real estate. Um, I was at a real estate training back in 2015, May of 2015 in Seattle, and we were learning scripts, how to study scripts. And the trainer that was on the stage was talking about NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming and how he used NLP to, um, you know, adjust his scripts basically so that you, you could communicate to people in a better way. And, and that's really what NLP is all about. It's about communication. Um, really NLP is the study of excellence. It was built off of modeling, um, you know, just different techniques and, and therapists, um, language patterns from different hypnotists. Um, and, and so that's where I've, I found it and I came across it in 2015, like I said, and then I just kind of put it on the back burner. There was something that really stood out to me about it when he mentioned it and talked a little bit about it and just being, you know, how you use your language and how you use language, not only with others, but with yourself. And I just never really looked into it, but I just thought it was some weird uh, word magic or, you know, mind magic stuff. People used it for sales techniques or for their scripts and didn't really understand what it was. Um, so I never really looked into it, but it just kept coming across my path. And you know me, Jeremy, I'm just one of those people that I really trust my intuition. And when things keep coming across my path, like I, I do believe that there isn't a reason why. And so... <laughs> I finally decided to jump into it and it was funny because you'll, you'll remember this, but at that time when I really made the jump into looking into NLP, it was a couple of months after I had gotten back from a trip to Hawaii, if you remember, mm -hmm. and that trip completely flipped my world upside down. There were just things that happened there that made me question everything in my life. Um, what was real, what was not real, what was existence here. There was just, it was, it was a beautiful experience looking back on it, but it really shook me to the core. Um, and I, at that point made a decision that I was going to do everything that I could to heal, figure out what happened. Um, and just, yeah, I wanted to find anything that I could to just heal. Um, and it was funny, like I, I think shortly after that, it was, you know, I, is when I actually tried to take my own life. I thought I had this plan that was bulletproof. Like I was, it was just going to happen, right? Like nothing could, could interfere with it not working out and it didn't. And oddly enough, I had a, a roommate that woke me up. I, I was, I woke up in my bed, which is not where I started the night. And I just kind of, at that point, <laughs> him shaking me just to say, Hey, are you okay? And realizing that I was still here. That's when I decided like, I, okay, like what happened? 
I was always a pretty happy kid with a pretty playful personality. And how did I get to this point where I thought I should take my own life? And like I went and did ayahuasca and thought that that would give me the answers. Right. And it just associated me into experiences that whether they're real or not, who knows? It was real to my mind. Right. And it, it just became a trauma in its own sense. And it was funny because I, I went through my practitioner course um, for NLP and then I went through my master practitioner and it was almost we were coming up on the one year anniversary from when I tried to take my own life. And I ran myself through this timeline therapy modality. And in it, you're just taking your unconscious mind on a journey to figure out when these decisions were made. What were the learnings that you, your unconscious mind was supposed to get, but it did not get so that you can move on from the experience, right? Lessons unlearned will repeat themselves. So really, I needed to go back and get the learnings. And in this, we don't tell anyone you know, that anything is real, right? Your mind will take you. It's real to your mind. So if, if it tells you it was a past life, then that's the reality for your mind. And in this, I remember asking my myself the questions, like if you were to know what was the root cause of this problem, was it before, during, or after your birth? And it was before. And I, so I said, okay, in the womb or before. And what came to me at the time was in the womb. And I said, okay, what month in six, six was the month that popped into my mind. And I got the learnings that I needed to. And it was really interesting because if anyone out there knows my mom, she is one of the sweetest humans on the planet. So for me, what I had and what I went back and saw and the experiences that I had were these, you know, I was in the womb and these thoughts were actually my mother's. They were not mine. I didn't need to take them on, mm. um, but I did. And I got my learnings and the very next morning at 11 a.m., my mother called me and she said, I, I don't I don't know why, but I feel really guilty. And you've seemed a little down. And she she just said, I, I wanted to to talk to you and tell you that for some reason, I don't know why. But this guilt is coming from an experience I had. And, and, you know, I have three older sisters. And she said that back when we lived in the old West Valley house, which is where I grew up, um, she said there was this one day where I was just really struggling with your sisters. And your father came home, could tell I was struggling, and told me to go take some alone time and do what I needed to do to, to get it. You know, just feel better. And she said, and I drove out to the west end of the valley towards Bacchus Highway, which if anyone's familiar with Salt Lake County, that is the far west end of the west valley. Side. Yeah. yeah. So she drove out there and, and talked about how for I don't even remember how long she said, right? But for a long time she sat out there and thought about taking her own life and how much she wanted to do it in that moment and that she was six months pregnant with me at the time. Mm. And having my mother say this, you know, almost what, 12, 13, 14 hours after I just ran myself through this healing modality, it was, I had already had experiences that really, made me believe in the work that I was doing and these trainings that I've been going through that shook me to know that I had released it. And then my mom was now releasing it. And so it was really cool. 
and I can't even remember where you wanted me to go from the start, but that was, you know, that's how I got into NLP. And after that experience, I, I, it was right then and there. I, I made a decision that like I needed to continue on this path of studying NLP more in depthly and learning about timeline therapy, um, hypnosis, and just how we communicate with our unconscious mind. And it's yeah. been incredible. And that's so, yeah, last, it was last, uh, I spent a month, almost a month and a half down in Vegas last summer so that I could be a trainer and now train and certify other people in these modalities. Awesome. Let's, um, I want to kind of go back a little bit to some of the things that you shared before we kind of jump into more specifics about the modality and, and some of the things that you've seen as far as helping other people. Um, <clears throat> again, going back to our experience, I've known Rob for a quite a quite a long time now and um i know for you and i want to make this a point to the listeners out there when you are working on yourself and you're going through, through this self-discovery journey because i remember you telling me about the that night that you were going to take your life i was shocked because of our conversations and I, I felt sick to my stomach. Like, how did you get to that place so yeah. dark? And how did I not even know about it? Here we are friends and we talk all the time. So, um, you know, self-discovery and the pathway to self-discovery, the pathway to really trying to be authentic and, and discover who we really are, isn't necessarily an easy road and can sometimes if, if pursued in the wrong, um, roads can lead to dark places. Yeah. Um, one thing that I would encourage people is, is if you're feeling that way, reach out to somebody else, be, be confident and courageous to do so. Um, because there's a lot of people out there that really care, but kind of in your, in your mind leading up to that, because I know that you looked at different things as far as healing practices from, you know, numerology to, mm -hmm. um, psychic readings to tarot cards to just different things kind of, kind of maybe backtrack a little bit. And, and what did you discover from those experiences? You've touched a little bit on it, but from those experiences, maybe elaborate more on what it was about the NLP process for you specifically, because we all learn different, right? And I yeah. want to make sure that the listeners out there, um, they have a, a sound understanding of what for them might work and may not work. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a process. I think what really stood out, I, I remember specifically, it was almost two years ago to the day actually that I had coffee with, um, the trainer that did my initial practitioner training for NLP and in, in talking to him, I didn't really, I didn't really know what NLP was, but I knew I had to do it right. Cause it kept popping up on my feeds, different things just kept popping up right in my face. So I knew I had to do it. And it was funny. I, I remember having coffee with him. Um, he didn't drink coffee. I love coffee, but <laughs> we, we had coffee at a Starbucks in, in Lehigh and it was, I don't even remember him like selling me on it. I just remember like I knew I wanted to do it and I had an idea of what the cost would be. And then when he told me what the cost was and it was about two and a half times what I was expecting, I 
kind of sat back and was just like, oh shit, maybe I, maybe I shouldn't do this, but I already knew like I wanted to. Right. So I just gave him my card and I was like, all right, take my money. Like I'm going to be there. The course was in like two weeks. But one of the things that really stood out to me was all these other things that I had done and, and, and been through. And when you talk about like numerology and, and psychic reading, and I don't even really like to call them psychic because I just feel like they're um, more intuitive and they're just reading the energy around the situation. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, there's endless possibilities. So for anyone to claim that they know what the outcome is going to be in your future is just bullshit. But besides the point, right. Um, I had a lot of really good experiences with those. What I really liked about NLP was that it took everything, you know, I was, I was always searching for the answers outside of me and what NLP helped me realize that was that there was nothing outside of me. And mm. it was scary because that meant that I was in control of everything, right? Like in a sense, I'm now the God of my own universe. And really that's kind of what we are. And you realize that your, sh your thoughts shape your future, your present, your past. And like, the, it really doesn't matter what's happening outside of you. You're always in control of your state. And so when you, when you came to that discovery, what did that do for your faulty core beliefs? And if you, and if you want, wouldn't mind sharing, what do you believe were some of your deepest rooted faulty core beliefs prior to that point? Uh, that it was all out of my control. I think that was the biggest thing is that all of these, everything was in a sense happening to me, right? Like I didn't have control over this, but we, we ask people to play a game when they come to our, our trainings. And that game is to pretend that everything that is happening in your existence is under your control. You know, it's, it's not right. Like if a building, if, if an airplane just flew into the side of this town home right now, like we didn't control that. Right. But you, you play that game of everything that's happening around you is a result of your thoughts, it's things that you're manifesting. And so it puts every outcome that could be possible that's happening in your life back in control. Like you're in control of that. And, and that for me was really powerful because then it, it meant that I had to take control of my life and I couldn't put the blame on anyone else for anything that was happening. And that's, it's inconvenient, right? It's inconvenient because now I can't blame other people for things. Like I really have to take responsibility for all of it, but I liked it. So that's an interesting concept because when we talk about the characteristics of ego, one of the, the characteristics is control and obsessing over controlling things that are outside of our control. Um, so maybe if you could elaborate a little bit more on that concept of um, how do you, how do people get out of trying to control other people's behaviors, trying to control outcomes of situations that literally really aren't within their control. Um, maybe, expand a little bit on what you mean by everything that's happening around us is, is within control of inside of us. I don't want to say that we're in control of it. Like a, I'm not a controlling person. It's nothing like that. It's just, I control how I react and respond to anything that's happening to me. But also if something happens like, okay, like had I gotten a speeding ticket on the way here, right? Like what did, what did that mean to me? 
right? Like there's, there's just a lot of things like maybe if, if I didn't want to come here, I got a speeding ticket and that delayed me or it made it so that we had to cancel, right? Like, was that a thought that really happened in my mind? So how did I manifest that? I didn't, obviously I wanted to be here and talk to you. Mm -hmm. So I got here safely. Um, but it's just things like that. It's just, it's just being aware of your thoughts and how, how your thoughts can manifest different things into reality. And that's both for the positive and the negative really. But we want you to focus on the positive. That's what NLP is all about is, is getting you to focus on what it is that you want, right? So many people have this problem of living their life, doing things so that certain things do not happen. Yeah. Avoidance of fear. Yeah. Right. It's an an away from motivation. Yeah. They're living their, their life away from what they really want. And I I think the point too, of you said that um, there's really kind of two perspectives in which we, we is kind of our, you know, mode of thinking Mm -hmm. is life is happening to us or life is happening for us. Yeah. And to your point, one of your faulty core beliefs is is life is happening to me. And that's a kind of a victim state of mind. Right. Yeah. And so that's what you're talking about is NLP process is to take us out of that and to become a, a life is happening for me, which is uh, a difference, a different reference of mindset and perspectives. Is that what I'm understanding? For sure. Yeah. So, so you have this experience, right? And, and again, thank you for sharing and being open and vulnerable. I think that's a very important thing to share. And, and, and there's probably people that are going to be listening to this that may be in the same place. Um, so that first experience that you had with your mom, what an amazing thing that it was just, it was a, such a beautiful experience, but yet energetically you saw the ripple effect. Yep. And, and it, what I know about you is you are very much of like, okay, say it and then let me see the process. Right. And more of a, a scientific and, and systematic approach to things. So maybe walk us through a little bit on <clears throat> what NLP, the, the overall system is, and so when a, a person is really struggling with these type of dark thoughts, these type of really, you know, faulty core beliefs or these just being, you know, chained down by shame or trauma or whatever they've experienced in their life, kind of walk us through the first initial process. What are some of the things that people should be aware of when looking at NLP as a, a possible uh, therapeutic or uh, practice to help them get out of that, that way of thinking. Yeah. I mean, really it's, we always say in NLP, the problem is not really the problem. And when you start to dig around a person's problem, it always leads to something else. And that would be like the, the core issue, right? The root cause is what we would call it. So, I mean, NLP, there's so much in it. Like, yes, it is always been talked about with cells and people use it for manipulation, right? Like those are the things that you always hear about NLP, but it, it isn't just that it is helping you to be more aware of the language you use, not only with your, with others, but also with yourself, that communication you have with your unconscious mind, um, and all learning behavior and change happens at the unconscious level. So if, if we can teach people how to communicate with their unconscious, then you can have massive changes really. And that's what NLP is about is there's a lot of change work involved in it. Once you learn how you talk to your unconscious mind and you pay attention to the predicates and the words people are using, um, 
you know, you can watch their eye movement and figure out what parts they're accessing, whether they're visually recalling something, they're hearing a voice, they're feeling emotion, right? Like there's a lot to it. Um, when you're talking about like the core beliefs, really timeline therapy is so powerful um, because it gets back to the root cause of when the decision was made, right? To adopt that belief system. The experience, right? Yeah, essentially. So, I mean, you, you always have this belief, but the decision precedes the belief. So you want to go back and eliminate the decision. Um, and there's videos out there. Tony Robbins has a pretty popular one of a, a guy that had a stuttering problem. And he essentially uses timeline therapy and timeline therapy was created by Dr. Tad James back in the eighties. Um, and Tony actually studied with Tad. So he, he essentially does timeline therapy without doing timeline therapy on this guy that had this stuttering problem for, I think it was 20 plus years. Um, and he walks him back to the root cause, which was, he had this stuttering problem because his parents were arguing and he wanted to get their attention and he was watching an episode of Rocky and Bullwinkle. And I can't remember which character it is, but one of those two characters has a really bad stuttering problem. And so Tony helps him get the learnings as to like what he needed to learn so that he didn't have to use that stuttering voice to get his parents' attention. And within seconds, this guy's stuttering problem is eliminated. That's essentially what timeline therapy does is we're taking you back to the, the time that you decided to adopt the belief system. Wow. And we eliminate the negative. Well, we don't. We give your unconscious mind the positive learnings so that it can adopt the new belief system. Um, and it's really powerful. And if I can relate that in the layman terms, at least in my understanding of it and, and in my experience, uh, I was fortunate enough, Rob took me through an, a timeline therapy, ther or what is it, timeline? Timeline therapy. Timeline therapy uh, uh, practice. And um, I think what it really comes down to is so often when we have these traumatic experiences, we learn the negative side of the experience. Mm. And that's what creates then at that point in time a belief system or a decision as you put it to move forward in that focus and mindset what timeline therapy for me was was to go and flip the coin to see the other side of the experience which is the positive which is what came about of it or what other options i could have chose at that time right and so again i think you know for for listeners that are out there um if you really struggle with understanding and how to interpret a specific experience or a traumatic experience or a specific belief, uh, this really is a very powerful tool. And within seconds, right? Yeah. You've seen that happen in your own practice when you met with some of your clients, maybe yeah. share an experience or two of something that you've seen one of people firsthand, what happened with them and, and give some insight of, as far as how quickly the, the changes can really take place. Yeah. I mean, with, with timeline therapy, typically we want to go through and eliminate the first five major negative emotions. So anger, sadness, fear, hurt, and guilt. Um, because what, what happens is you have a gestalt of, 
of these experiences, right? So it's essentially like every time you've experienced anger and you didn't get the positive learning so that you could let go of it, every time you've experienced that, it's almost like it's compounding on top of one another, right? So when we go back to the root cause the first time you experience that and we can give you those learnings and then bring you back to this present day and time and implement the learnings every time you experience that emotion, it helps to just eliminate the weight, essentially and and it's it's been proven how much negative emotions do cause destruction to our body so it's not to say you're never going to feel those emotions again but it's just eliminating the weight behind them right and and then in the future when you experience times when you know it wasn't a justified time to experience that negative emotion that you can still implement those learnings and move forward um, but it is cool because i've 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 had clients that were victims of sexual abuse and they didn't tell me that because the cool thing that I really love about timeline therapy, especially over any other modality I've ever studied or looked into myself. And especially when you're talking about like talk therapy, right? Like you, they, they want to take you back to the experience where you had your trauma and talk about it. Like it's kind of fucked up. Um, with timeline therapy, me as the person You know, me as the trainer, you as the client, I don't know what you're experiencing. It's content free. I don't I don't get the details. We just take your mind on a journey and you get the learnings around it. And I've had people that have been victims of sexual abuse and I didn't know it until afterwards when they told me this was the experience that I came here to let go of. And sometimes they've laughed about it afterwards. They've laughed about the experience, right? Because this experience has affected them for decades and they really let it affect them negatively. And now they just release that and it doesn't hold them back anymore. They let go of all the trauma or all the negative emotions around the event. And now they feel free and they're living their life, right? Like that's priceless if you can do that for someone. And for the most part, like I'll never know what it is that the client's going through unless they feel like they want to disclose it to me. But I typically tell them not to because I don't want to know. Um, and I think that's a big point because there's a lot of people that what holds them back is the fear of going there, the fear of sharing, disclosing the disclosing because yeah, yeah. it was so traumatic that it almost puts them in this physical like state of of terror. Yeah. So if that's an issue for any of you listening out there that that that's uh, an issue of holding you back, understand with NLP, you know, the therapy, the timeline therapy, therapeutic approach doesn't have them go into that. They do that themselves. They go. So what you're saying is they go into that timeline in their own mind. Correct. And then you go through the therapeutic approach of changing things. Yeah, we, we still what happens is we take you back to the root cause and then we take you back way before any of the chain of events that led to the event. So your mind is so far removed from whatever the event is. Um, you're very dissociated. It's not like if you, if, if me and you were talking and I was telling you about a time when I was a a child and had a, a victim of sexual abuse, like we're not associating someone into that experience, like talking about that could associate someone into it. Right. And then they're just experiencing the trauma again. So we get them so far removed from it and get the learnings, before and then they can implement that and and so yeah it, it is a process that a lot of the times it could be something that happened before their supposed trauma that they came to you about right 
Like it, their mind could actually take them to an event that was before that. And they didn't get learnings from that event, which is why they're holding on to whatever negative emotions from this particular event. So it's, it's a really cool process. And, and actually it's the, I think it was back in 2012, um, the Prince of Wales, the English Royal family and England endorsed NLP and timeline therapy as the method to heal soldiers from that were returning from Afghanistan, you know, that had emotional problems, pains and, and, and PTSD specifically. Hmm. Uh, and you can look it up. I think it was called the warrior program, if I remember correctly. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a powerful tool. Yeah. Well, very cool. Um, again, I think that, uh, you know, as we start to wrap up this episode, I wanted to make sure that um, that any listener that is ready to move forward in their path and of self-discovery, ready to heal, uh, ready to really do the, the challenging hard work of get digging deep into those faulty core beliefs, those grammar messages, the narratives, the experiences that are holding us captive from living a more free life and being who we really are. Um, that there is an approach here, uh, Rob, maybe, kind of give if anyone is interested in reaching out to you um wanted to ask you any questions or uh, maybe look at booking any sort of consultation what's the best way to get a hold of you my cell phone number all right well do you want to share that yeah it's it's 801-441-9196 honestly shoot me a text uh give me a call i i will do either I'm, i usually pick it up i'm on my phone all the time. So yeah, reach out to me. I've got some trainings coming up, one starting in May and then a couple others in the fall. So, um, it really is the best way. Like I, I do the one-on-one coaching. I think it's powerful, but even more powerful than getting one-on-one coaching is coming to a training and you learn all these tools and how to implement them. And in the training, you go through the process of being a client and a coach. So you get to experience it and do it. And then you can go out and and not only use it to continually heal yourself. um, But if you've got kids, families, friends, you've now, you've got some ammunition to really make some massive change, not only in your own life, but those around you. Awesome. Well, if you are interested or something kind of uh, piqued your interest or um, if you felt something, it's kind of like Rob talked about. Uh, I'm a firm believer that we are all energetic beings and hopefully any of my messages may may help you feel something. If you are in, in, drawn to something that is, is spoken about, um, especially today's uh, topic and information, please reach out. Um, also, you can find reach out to us if you don't get the number or uh, have any other further additional questions you can reach out and find us on uh, www.coachjeremymartin.com also social media coach jeremy martin on both instagram and facebook so um, again hopefully today was a very powerful um, and informative episode for anyone that is looking to move through this information move through this pathway and really dig deep into letting go of ego and really discovering the true magnificence that lies within each and every one of us and knowing that we are powerful to create all things. 